Welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is Mandy. Say howdy. Hello, hello. Indeed. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and watch ourselves something that's actually a little near and dear to my heart. A movie about a VHS board game. That's right, we're going to be watching 2016's Beyond the Gates. I swear I thought that with how much you talk about this movie, this was an older movie. Yeah, it's... I well. So, I tried to watch this a while back. Like, I really, really tried to watch it. And mm-hmm. then, like... I don't know, I just got distracted, so I, I didn't get it. That and sounds I think about got, right. Yeah. You, that happens to you a lot. A lot. Uh, but I, I wanted to watch it, and I loved the concept. Uh, I loved the idea. I never had one, unfortunately, uh, a VHS board game from back in the day. Uh, so I always wanted to play one because mm-hmm. you know it wouldn't have really done anything anyway because I didn't really have friends come over to the house back in the day either. We still don't have so, friends come over. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> changed. <laughs> but uh, I, I love the concept. And to kind of give you an idea of how that works is you put on a videotape, you play the game, you're using different cards, and because you shuffle up the cards the way that the cards come out, um, you can either fast forward the the movie to specific time, uh, you know, points on there. Okay. Uh, or uh, because of the way everything's kind of playing out and the different cards that you're you're shuffling up, mm-hmm. it'll come, it'll be like Clue, where you know it's a different uh, person even though you have the same set of cards each oh, time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's it's that kind of thing, and they were fairly fun. There was uh, Atmosphere was one of them, um, and I, I think that was. Um, I it had a different name somewhere else. Uh, I just remember it being Atmosphere. But that was the one with the 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 black hole and the the guy going like you maggot, and he would like scream at you and stuff like that. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. Isaac Asimov had one like that was like straight up like he was like no, this is the greatest thing. Did it for um, Cities of Steel, which was weird. It was like I think it was like the Kodak Corporation made it. Huh. It's that kind of weird thing. Wow. But, you know, it's it's a, a thing, and apparently other people like it. Like, uh, we've got director Jackson Stewart, uh, who uh, directed this one. Uh, this is his first feature-length directing gig, uh, but he did write one episode of Supernatural, which was Frontierland. What? Uh, he uh, did the, uh, the 2013 TV movie Invasion Roswell, and one episode of the YouTube Red ep- uh, show called... Uh, 12 Deadly Days. YouTube had a... Oh, YouTube, YouTube Red. YouTube Red. Remember when, like, it was trying to do stuff yeah, for a while? Yeah. You know, yeah. Isn't it still trying to do stuff? I... It's... Now they're just making it everybody else's problem. Yeah. Uh, it was written by Jackson Stewart and uh, Stephen Scarlatta. Uh, Stephen Scarlatta actually did a whole bunch of stuff other than... Uh, only has one other writing credit. Uh, and that was 2015's Final Girl, where he worked with Abigail Breslin, uh, which was a, a weird show. Um, Final Girl. Isn't that the one that I like? No, that's Final Girls. Oh. Yeah. So Final, no, no. Final Girls, the one with the blonde. Yes. The, the one where she's like getting it. She's like trained up as a. Yeah, uh, but yeah. West West Bentley's yeah, the yeah, one yeah, that yeah. trained her. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I remember okay, that. Okay, so maybe it is the one that you like. Well, well, that one's okay. But yeah, that's not the one right. I like. No, you like yeah. Final Girls. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I think. but it's, it's that one. It's the I one with, with Abigail Breslin and Wes Benson. Uh, ben, whatever the hell you just said. Bentley. Uh, Bentley, whatever. I, I have heart. a problem because every time... Well, yeah, but it's also a writer. It's Bentley Little. Well, yes, that's, anyway. that is one of your favorite writers. Yes, but um, that one's actually really interesting. It's okay. Because I was like, oh, this is kind of funky. And I, I like the idea... I wonder... I don't know. I'm, we may have to watch that one at some point. Uh, but Jackson... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Steven Scarlatta also did electrical work. That's right. He's an electrician. And he did it for Carnosaur 3 and Black Scorpion 2... Uh, I think that one was called Aftershocks. It's Black Scorpion, the superhero from the, the, the kick-butt leather lady. Yeah. Yeah, so that kind of tells you what's going on on there. Wow. Uh, I, I, I wonder... Okay, so that's what you got to do then. you got to become an electrician 
And then you'll be writing. Oh, yeah. No, electricians, I mean, they do it all day hmm. and night because they can turn on the light. Anyway. Jesus. We got, uh, this movie is starring Graham Skipper. Um, Scare Package 2, whenever that one comes out. Oh, my God. Hurry in. up and come out already. Uh, he's also in uh, 2018's All the Creatures Were Stirring in 2019's VFW. So, basically, he's been in a bunch of... Spookies. Shutter movies. Which are kind of spooky. Well, yes. I mean, they oh, would be. Oh, All the Creatures Were Stirring. Yes. Oh, that was a bad one, wasn't it? Yeah, it wasn't that great. Okay, all right, never mind. He's in... Well, he's in... He's in... VFW, too. Trying to And he's also in Scare Package, too, movies. which is a Shudder movie. They're yeah, all, they're but all that Shutter doesn't count, because Scary Package... Or Scare Package 2... Scare Package 1 was amazing. So hopefully Scare Package 2... I want to do that as... Or, or like, or, I need it to be like a Terminator 2. Like, that, like, surpasses the original. I want it to be like a... We, we need it. You know what we should do is... We'll, we'll call it Scary Package 2, and it'll be our knockoff of it. Scary that we package. shoot spookums. shoot in the, the spookums. Spookums package. Uh, we also got Chase Williamson. You probably recognize Chase uh, Williamson in a lot of different movies because he's that guy that you're like, oh, hey, it's that guy. Uh, he was Dave from 2012's John oh, Dies I, at the I End. I know who Chase Williamson, yes. who Williamson is. Uh, he was also, well, see, here's something I didn't know. He was the voice of Mark uh, in the 2018 Video Palace podcast, the one that I listened to that is also on Shudder. Ah. Yeah. That one's about a guy trying to figure out where these video cassettes came from because they had like spooky shit on them, mm. and then he finds it. He looks like another actor, and I cannot remember what. Oh god, I don't know what that guy's name is, but he's in like a lot of movies. But Chase Williamson is like the guy. Like he's like a knockoff Robert Pattinson. Mm. I I kind of want him to be. But he's still kind of cool though. Yeah, he's, well, I mean, of course he's cool because he was in 2017's Victor Crowley, and he was also Pete in Scare Package. Yes, well, I know, I know Pete because he yeah. was like, I beat it. He, I beat the cancer. I did. I beat the cancer. Uh, uh, he was also in uh, All the Creatures Were Stirring. See, I'm going to have to rewatch that movie because I do not remember that He was in it for like five seconds and then he died and then we quit it. Got it. We got Brea Grant, who was uh, Daphne in the TV show Heroes. Ah, never yeah. watched it. I tried to. Uh, it was the all about the... I, I had a problem with the guy who could unzip people's heads. I was just like, well, okay. So she was in 2009's Halloween? Yes. Which is which one? The uh, the one with um, Halloween 2. Sorry. She was in Halloween 2 from 2009. The Is that the one with Rob Zombie? Yeah, that's the Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie one? one, yes. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, also in 2017's Dead Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also uh, The Creatures of Stern. I don't know why I had to like get you to, to clarify, because, you know... That is the most uh, yeah, recent no, it one. It could have been the John Halloween. Carpenter I, I, uh, Halloween There's two. been like 15 of them, yeah, so uh, I wasn't 100% sure which one. Halloween 2 Electric Boogaloo, the one where Mike Myers <laughs> has to kill off all the people involved Dang, with. She's in, she's in all the creatures they're stirring also? Yes. I'm really going to have to rewatch that yeah. movie because I do not remember it. It was It's it's weird to see how many people were in the creatures they're stirring. Uh, Barbara Crampton is also in this movie, Barbara so that's Crampton. great. Uh, you're going to recognize her from our previous episodes, uh, We Are Still Here and Jacob's Wife. Yep. Uh, and probably Probably a couple other ones. She was the uh, the the hot blonde in um, Reanimator. Or I'm sorry, not Reanimator. Uh, From Beyond. Yes. Yes. That the, one. The second one. Uh, we got Matt Mercer, who is not the Matt Mercer. Mer- second one. From what? From Beyond. From Be- From no, Beyond was just it. by itself. Yes, that's right. Sorry, having a brain fart. Yeah, Sorry. you were thinking of Reanimator too. Yes, but no. It's... And then I said it, and I was like, Oh no, wait, that's mm. wrong. Everyone's gonna get mad at me. Yeah. Uh, but Matt Mercer, who is not. Matt Mercer that I thought it was. Although he ridiculously looks like Matt Mercer from uh, Critical Role. Not that Matt Mercer. He is a Matt Mercer from 2013's Contracted, 2015's Contracted 2, and a whole mess of other movies. And 2030's Contracted 3. Yeah, hopefully. In the future, more Contracted. 
Uh, we got Justin Wellborn, who is the guy that kills himself in broadcast signal intrusion. Oh, the dude that like, guy. And we were like, who's that guy? Yeah, yeah. I like uh, that guy. We got uh, Jesse Merlin, who was in 2020's Lucky, uh, which was written and stars Bria Grant. So she's in this like multiple times. Huh. Uh, we got uh, Sarah... <laughs> Malakulain. Yes. She is in... Just a series, just a, a just a, a, a hodgepodge of terrible freaking movies. It just like if you can think of a terrible movie, it, she's like like it's like like garbage like spare parts like over and over and over again. What? Is yeah. Your, uh, oh, and my favorite, the, my favorite name uh-huh. that she of the movies that she was in because she was in this one that I was like, oh wow, she was in a, a one called. Uh, King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table, but it takes place in, you know, nowadays, and Mordred comes back, and they start using AK-47s and stuff, and oh therefore, you know, it's it's terrible. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, she was in a movie called Halloween Pussy Trap Kill! Exclamation point. Kill! Exclamation point. So it's Kill Kill. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it is as I, terrible as you think it yeah, might be. that sounds god-awful. Oh, it was crazy. A couple other people who are in this one is, uh, you got David Bruckner, uh, the director of The Ritual, and The, the Night House. Oh. Yeah. Nice, I like that guy. Yeah, he's well, just, he's starring like in it. He's in it. The Night he's House is actually okay. Yeah, I mean, well, The, the Ritual. He's also going to be um, the director of the upcoming uh, Hellraiser movie. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. Anyways, I'll give him a chance. I mean, I, he did Nighthouse and you know Ritual, and I I I love it, the Ritual. Any kind of so my thing is is that if you like the director, but something is is popping up that you're not quite sure about on one of the movies, it's n- probably not his choice. It's the writer it's, or the producer. It's or... it's uh, studio fiat. Uh, yeah, or studio. Like it, they it, probably like cut out the good bits. Yeah, they, they uh, freaking, uh, what's his name, uh, Weinsteined it. You know, where they like the same thing they did to The Crow and Event Horizon and all these other great movies from the 90s <sighs> that you know bastard. were great. And you're just like, why did you screw it up? It's like, oh, I cut it. I went into the, the booth and I cut everything up. Ugh, sick fuck. Right, oh. Anyways, all right, so we're going to let you go. We're, well, not let you go. We're going to cut it here, I guess. And then we're going to go watch the movie and then we'll be right back. And yeah, we'll be right back. Yeah, will we'll we, do it. Will we'll, we not? We'll be right back. Oh, know. God, now I'm scared. I don't know what's going on Are right we going to be back? My brain just shut off. Oh, Jesus. Off. I was <laughs> like, I was going somewhere with I'm this. I'm frightened now. And now I don't know where it went, so but it's we gone. Are gonna, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, pause it right here. We'll be right back. Uh, this one is a movie that we picked up on uh, DVD. Again, kids, get your physical media. Just don't. Then you don't even have to freaking find it. You exactly. can find it just in your bookshelf. And then you and need you can to... have fifty four bookshelves like we do. Yeah, and you know, just learn how to alphabetize things, and it'll be fine. You know, because we have a problem with that. But anyway, we'll be right back. Yep, be right back. Hey, what if he's okay? What do you mean? I mean, not dead. It's been seven months. If he's out there, it's not our problem anymore. Look at this place. Your dad really did a good job keeping it up, huh? Yeah, well, not much could pull him out of here. Do you have dad's keys to the office? What do you think's back there? Guess we'll find out. This is momentous. <laughs> Shut up. Welcome, curious viewers. We found this like weird, probably banned VCR game. It's like a it's like a board game, you know, but you gotta watch it. Obtain the 
containing the four keys allows passage beyond the gates. Only there can your father's soul be saved. Did you just hear that? Where did you say you found this again? Hey, did you try to get into the house last night? Why? Did someone try and break in? I felt like somebody was watching us. Like, uh, maybe you need to take a break from this for a while. We think our father bought this from your store. What if we just stopped? I'm not gonna stop until we find Dad. And I suggest you play the game. this come from find your father take the final key and become one with your new reality that lady was smoking hot i think i want it sure is now And we're back. We are back. So. That, this, this wasn't as good as I was hoping it would that be. That was about as good as most VHS board games. I'm going to be honest. They're I not mean, that the, great. The VHS board games seem really fun. Well, the so, movie itself is not so great. So Nightmare was the big one. That was the one that they always call Atmosphere everywhere else. So whenever I look for it, like, because nobody has a complete copy of Nightmare anymore. They have complete copies of Atmosphere because UK and their PAL VHSs. And I hate it. Mm -hmm. um but you know it's better than region locking for the dvds um i don't even know if they got palma it should work just fine i don't know if if you know uh if uh vhs tapes work fine across the pond uh let us know that'd be interesting to find out but anyway so this movie starts out with um it's like a guy opening up a VHS store. Yeah, it's the, the whole thing. family. The whole family yes, is opening it that's up. that's right. And it's like this really good time that they're all having. They're all trying to hang up this grand opening sign. And they're all doing really, really well. And it's two kids, one of them with glasses, one of them with light brown hair. Uh, they're all really, really happy. And then it zooms as a close-up to the dad. And he just looks... He starts getting sad. Yeah, just a little depressed. And it was, it was interesting because like the VHS store itself was the most interesting thing about this movie to me. I mean, some of the other stuff was kind of fun. It was but this pretty one awesome. Was like, I was it like, was oh my God. pretty freaking awesome. I love the, the Mount Rush monster that they yes. had, which was... On the side of the, like, on the, side of the wall. So they had like a remake of Mount Rushmore, but with monsters. Um, it was they cool. had something else on the, the other side of it, too. Oh, it was... Um, oh, shit, I can't it remember. It was also it like now. horror stuff. It's, like, And they didn't show it enough, but it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and it, so we see the whole bit... You know, then it, it's, it zooms in on dad's face. Yeah. And then, yeah. Then it's the credits, which is uh, us watching a VHS machine go with VHS tape in it. And the VHS tape is the Beyond the Gates one. Yes. Uh, so now, then we see a much older glasses person who we assume is the, uh, the younger boy from before waiting there in front. Waits for a purple charger. Was it charger? I'm not 100% sure. It was a purple something. It was a, it was a purple muscle car. Yeah, it drives up with a guy wearing a German, uh, like, military uniform thing. That was weird. Like, so he's, imagine, like, the 1970s era of um, Vietnam, people wearing military surplus, you know, BDUs and stuff like that. 
Uh, but this one had German markings on the sides of them. But it was just his jacket. Yeah, that was weird, though. It was a cool jacket. Yeah. Anyway, so, so yes. This is, this is Gordon and John, the two brothers that we saw previously. Yes, and they are there to clean out their father's... Uh, video vi- store. Yeah, video store. Because he's gone. He's just missing. Uh, I guess he's been missing for several months, at least. I think it's seven. I seven, think they said seven months. Six or seven? Okay. Uh, so we kind of just get through their interactions that Gordon has been away while uh, John has been there. Uh, but John, I guess he didn't really have a lot of interactions with his dad either. Cause... It, it seemed to me like they were scared of their dad. Yes. So I think they did have interactions with him. I think he was just a bad person after he started drinking. Yeah, apparently he was a you know real, really into the drinking. Uh, but yes, uh, they're they're staying there. We're also waiting for Margot, who is uh, Gordon's girlfriend ish or wife. I think it's his girlfriend. Just a girlfriend, uh, but a uh, you know, long time girlfriend. It's got that that long kind of relationship that they've had for a long, long time. But it's so interesting because even though they've been together for a long time, John has no idea about her. Well, it's because he left that the hometown and stayed away from it. Well, yeah, but well, he didn't call John at all. Well, like, yeah, that, that's just sad to me. I think they, they just had, like, a conversation. Like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe maybe he was so ill. You have to put in a lot of effort for this this movie, which is kind of the, the sad part about it. You have like to we, do it yourself. We, and, and we stopped, like, halfway through it and did dishes. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you, so the, the big problem with this movie is the very beginning has almost nothing going for it. Probably it, up to the middle. Yeah. It's very slow. Very, very slow. Not even a slow burn, like an A24 movie slow burn. Well, I'd say I'd say it's very... So there's a lot of padding. A lot, a lot of padding. Mm-hmm. But I will say that as soon as Barbara Crampton and all that stuff starts going on, we get a little bit more energy in the, the movie. I do. I feel... I agree. I feel like this should have been maybe a short story. Yeah. But like the a problem, short film. <laughs> like, or like a creep show episode or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, they could have summed this up in an hour. My issue was the... Um, the awkward parts at the very beginning, which we're just now getting into, uh, as we can, we so what happens is uh, they're there for a little bit, and I guess they're, they're and then Margot comes in, yeah, Margot, and then he uh, Gordon goes to meet Margot, and then they kind of just like call it quits, like hey, okay, we're gonna cut it off for today. So um, he meets Margot. Margot wants to go see the see the town, mm-hmm. so they go to like some hunk like some ridiculous like bar Podunker slash bar grill. thingy, yeah. And um, so they show up. They're tr- they're they're trying to figure out something to eat. And then uh, John comes in with some douchebag who's a drifter, and his name is uh, Hank. Yeah, his name's Hank. So was it? Uh, you know what? He was just douchey drifter. He to was me, he like was a douchebag. We'll just call him douchebag. Yeah, because he he uh, is the, the guy who uh, was the one from uh, Broadcast Signal Intrusion. I think. Really? Yeah, the one who. <laughs> That's the same guy? I thought so. Oh, I don't know if it is or not, but he's an asshole and he looks ugly. Anyways, so he's automatically makes the situation awkward because Margo's like, oh my gosh, it's nice to meet you. And she gives John a hug. And then this creeper is like, oh, hey, where's mine? I'm going to come in for that one and like starts hugging him like like all weird. Just weird. Yeah. And then is very, like they start getting very confrontational. Like the, the drifter guy is very like... Like, I was I was there to take care of John when when you were gone, kind of thing, and I was like, 
what is happening here? Yeah, it's weird. Is, he's he's weird, and nobody likes him, and it's and it's for obvious reasons why they're making John him in a very prison relationship. What's happening here? <laughs> it's, it's why it's, is Hank weirdly hitting on the the bartender lady? Oh yeah, that's weird too. Uh, like in in nobody, a very like nobody likes Hank. He, nobody yeah, likes him. He's nobody wanted any of that, and that's when you know Gordon decides to they leave. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Screw this. Yeah, like you know what, John? I'll see you tomorrow. Fuck off, Hank. Yep. And so they leave and, you know, John and Hank stay behind as, or no, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. John and Hank John stay and behind. Hank, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, and they're then drinking Hank is, and that's when Hank's. Hank starts hitting yeah. on the bartender. Ugh, he's just gross. So um, Gordon ends up going back to their, to his dad's house. He's trying to clean. He's obviously stressed out. And, you know, Marco's like, hey, you did really good back there. Like, you, it's you not controlled like yourself all, really yeah. well. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, thank you know, thanks for that, honey. Very kind of just out of it, kind of meh on there. A lot of a lot of the acting in this one is very meh. Mostly from Gordon. Yeah, he's just kind of like and the, he's the main character. It's so weird, which I, I don't know. It was just a very kind of flat affect the entire time. And, you know, it's kind of sad because we even had the whole part where um, Margot's like trying to feel him up in her like. In, uh, in, in the, the dad's bed, they're sleeping in the yeah. dad's bed. The missing dad's bed, and she's like, "Hey, I just took an Ambien. You want to fuck? Yeah, it's you want to have Ambien sex right now? And she's like, like, hell yeah, she's do like, me until I pass out. I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know if Ambien does that, crazy. but okay. John and I've been together for a long time, and I would never. <laughs> I still, I still like it's awkward. Anyways, it's awkward for everybody. So, like now, I'm like, maybe I should get some Ambien. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> You would no. never. You would never. How I would, dare! I would never. So uh, Gordon. So they end up going to sleep. Gordon wakes up at three thirteen uh, a.m. at this point, and yes. I say that because I'll tell you why later. So he wakes up at three thirteen a.m. hearing a noise, and he's like, "Someone trying to break in." So he gets up, and uh, he sees a weird shadow in the street below. But it's like it looks like it's wearing a robe or something. I thought it was somebody wearing a uh, like a a green like. Like the the tarp thing that uh, Bruce Willis wears in um, like a like a rain poncho. Yeah. Well, I I thought it was a robe. So either way, it looks like they're wearing some sort of covering. Um, And then he you know realizes that you know he's just being kind of silly. This is where he does. They were unable to find keys before to all of the the doors inside of the building, especially the office, which was apparently off limit to them when they were younger. But now they are capable of finding it because that's when uh, Gordon looks off to the side and he sees the uh, the office key. Uh, they go back to, you know, the next day we go back to the, the store while they're putting away copies of Rawhide. The weirdest thing is, is that they've got these VHS clamshells of Rawhide that have the artwork on the outside of it, but they're showing like white spines or like the, the white inner spine that has nothing except them writing Rawhide and the number. Yeah. Yeah. That was so weird. That was odd. I was like, why wouldn't you just have them facing out? Cause we... We get to see them facing out when he's putting them out. There's a lot of really cool ones that John was able to point out, like the Avengers yeah. and all kinds of stuff. There's a whole bunch of, and not like the old Avengers, the, the you know, like or not the new Avengers, the old ones. Um, so this yeah. is actually this is actually whenever um, they get into they get into an argument about oh, Hank. Oh, Hank, yeah, yeah, because Hank, he, you know, well, Hank's been there for me. He was there for me whenever Dad, you know, disappeared and you weren't there. And He's like when dad, you know, this is like the eighth time dad disappeared. I'm sorry if I didn't come running. And Gordon's like, look, I got a mortgage. All right. Like I have to work. I have some, I have bills. He's like, yeah, well, Hank was there for me. 
He was there for me. And so, just to make it a little less awkward, I guess, Gordon is like, hey, look what I found. It was oh very awkward. Yeah, it was like, well, it was it was the, the let's change the subject kind of thing. Yeah, it was so awkward. Like, let's, so, let's, uh, let's stop talking about this. Hey, look, I found the key to the, the office. Let's go check it out. My favorite, one of my favorite parts whenever he goes... This is momentous. Yes. That's oh what, my God. That's what John says. John's like, this is momentous. I, I don't, really I don't say like... Com- for th- for this show, because I didn't get this far in this movie. I really like him as an actor. Like, I feel like he should have been the main actor the, more than Gordon, but... The... John? The guy who played John? The guy who played John, yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that happens. So they decide to go into the office. They are looking you know, at everything, which isn't a whole lot. It's a very tiny office. And then this is wherever they stumble upon beyond the gates. Yes. And, you know, they pulled a gun out and we didn't, like... There was no Chekhov's gun in that. Yeah, like, it was just Like, a gun. they pulled the gun out and they're like, hey, look at this gun. And then that's nothing it. with the gun ever again. And that's it. And, but then, yes, they do pull out beyond the gates, which is a clear version. It, it, it looks like the Nightmare Box, but, like, somebody hand-drew the Nightmare Box. So I was like, oh, look, it's Nightmare. It's so, With the keys on the side of it, too, which is a nightmare thing. So it's, it was very much like, oh, look at that. And then after, so then after they find the game, then they realize, um, who was it? John, John, I think, looks up into the VCR and he's like, oh, look at that. Somebody, somebody was already playing the Beyond the Gates tape. We should totally watch it. And he's like, what if it's not Beyond the Gates? What if it's something else? What if it's a porno? And he goes... Ew, do you, do you really want to watch mom and dad have sex? And oh, he's yeah. like, he's like, I mean, it could be something else. It could be your the first time you were ever on film. I yeah, was like, something, ew, something like that. I was like, ew. So they start watching it. Oh, yeah, it does look like the Nightmare Almost box. exactly. Yeah. Pretty close. Huh. And the, the keys that they use inside Nightmare for the game, um, which are these two keys that you have to get, like, it looks like the keys that they had on there. So I was like, oh, look. But yes, uh, they um, they, they start watching the video. Yeah, they put on the video, and it's Barbara Crampton in black and white, which reminded me a lot of the Ring movie, like the yeah. like the VHS like. Uh-huh. But that's or the more Ring. that's more like green tinged though. If it were more well, green tinged, not the actual movie that was the Ring, but like the little VHS tape for the Ring. Like remember the the awkward part where the mom is like staring at the thing and then brushing her hair. Yeah, that's yeah. it was more green tinged though. Oh well, and that, was cause of, that was because that was because of the. Uh, that was the film like filter that they put on the uh, the entire film. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So yeah, if you uh. look at it, if you look at any scene in the ring, it's green. I mean, because that they makes wanted sense. to go with puke green. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I just thought that the thing was green. Anyways, yeah. so so that happens. So they're watching the they're watching the tape, and then all of a sudden, it just goes into like seizure mode and is like flashing, and it gave me a headache. Yeah. Like, I was like, ooh, I feel sick. And then they had to shut it off, and that's when, like, no wonder it stayed back here, because it causes seizures, like a Pokemon episode. You know, I was like, ha, 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 ha. And then they leave, but they take the game with them. Well, so, John wanted to keep the game, so uh, Gordon gave it over. It was like, Gordy, and then you, shortly, you go, buddy. And then shortly after they get out of the office, so they realize that they've been in there for hours. Was that the point of it? They, I think they had so. just gotten in, and because yes. I think they really should have been like a, a little bit more onto that. Like, holy crap, we've been in there for three hours. Yeah, because it was something. like you know, or like it's five o'clock. Like it's five o'clock. It was just eight or something like that. Yeah. We should have gotten something on there. Yeah, but it was so. like it was like oh hey, uh, come over are, for dinner. Yeah, so I don't get in trouble. Oh, okay, cool. So they go over, and we have John interacting with Margot, and it's a very odd situation with between 
it's a it's an odd little situation between um like Gordon's like staring at them weird. Yeah, like the he's, whole he's time. making it awkward. Well, because I think Margot wanted to talk about how shitty Hank was, and he Gordon was like, "Don't do it, please oh, don't do it." I guess that's I what think it was. that's the only thing I could think of. I think it was I, or when maybe it was because they were talking about the time when she hurt her wrist. So she makes a reference to hurting her wrist at one point, and then they don't talk about it. Like she's like, "I fell." Yeah. So, anyways, Hank's blah, a blah, dick. Blah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much how it works. Hank's kind of awful. Tell me you don't go with him to pick up chicks. He's like, oh, well, uh, oh, like, hey, oh, I've no. got a VHS game. You know, like, yeah, we found a VHS board game in, in my dad's office. What's a VHS board game? Which is what Let's I asked. Let's show you. Which really is what I asked. I yes. was like, what the hell's a VHS board game? And, you know, John's like, oh, it's okay. They'll totally explain it to you. And they did. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. Which was good, because I was like, eh, it's a little more into it than that, because they didn't really go into the whole thing. But yes, yes. You sit there, you plug in the VHS tape, and you get all quiet. And the funny thing is, is that they go over, they plug the VHS tape into it, because, like, Margo wants to play it. She's like, oh, I'm going to play it. I'm yeah. like, okay. And, all right, we're going to go play this thing. So they, you know, it just gave us a seizure, so let's go ahead and do this. Well, they plug it in, and Barbara Crampton is on the screen just staring at them. Just wondering what the hell they're going to be doing. Just very seductively staring at them. She's always... That's her go-to face for a lot of this movie. It's just, what are you going to do? Nothing. You're just going to sit there and let me look seductive? Of course you are, because I'm just that pretty. I'm Barbara Crampton. Uh, But, yes, uh, that's when John remembers that she said something. So he pulls out... It's like, oh, yeah, she said something about pulling out the, the... the game the game board so he pulls out the game board and then Barbara Crampton immediately starts talking like she was waiting for it I'm like ooh spoopy uh that's when god what is it it started like oh okay so it got weird because she says like the only way that you can find your uh, like you you have to get beyond the gates because that's the name of the, the thing you have to do these things you get the keys and the keys open up beyond the gates and it's the only way that you're going to find your father's and soul. there's four keys and they're like, whoa, what? Shit. Our our father's soul. Uh, let's... Maybe we should tell the cop about yeah. this. That's really weird. Like, Even if it's a prank, that's a pretty fucked up prank. Yeah. So they call up the cop, who is their friend, who kind of reminds me a little bit of Jeremy Piven. That's the Matt Mer- uh, Mercer guy. He seems more like uh, Gordon's friend than than John's friend. Yeah. But it's it's like the, um, if you watch Gross Point Blank, there was the, the weirdo who was the uh, security guard. That's what it kind of reminded me. Or uh, the bald guy from um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I could yeah, see Yeah, that it. kind of vibe. Uh, so he um, he can't see Barbara Crampton, who's just staring at everybody like, hmm, 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 on the VHS. And they're just like, well, there she is. Oh, because they had a, a weird dream. That's right. I'm sorry. So they shut everything down. They go to bed. He has a weird dream. He goes downstairs he finds the, the TV on the TV on, and so is John there. And then they find on the mantle a picture of Barbara Crampton. Yeah, that's when they call the cops, yes. who show up at like three o'clock in the morning, and then that's when they have the conversation. And the cop can't see Barbara Crampton at all on yeah, VHS. It just looks like a static screen, is what he says. But he hears this ringing in his ears as, as you know as he's leaving. So he leaves. He's like, "Hey, let me know if you find anything else." And weird shit just keeps happening with the game board and then there's these cards in front of them and then they flip one of them over and that is the drifter Drifter, yeah Yeah. who looks an awful lot like john's friend hank like it's 
It's uncanny. It's obviously it's John's obviously a picture friend of Hank. John's friend King. Yeah. So, uh, it's they're trying to figure out a little bit more about the uh, the board. So they go to uh, they found a receipt inside of the board game uh, that had their father's uh, name on it, and it was to this weird place called the Spiral Staircase, which probably That's should be a cool be. name yeah. for for a for a shop. So they decide at this point to go there, and they. In the card, uh, with the drifter on it, they found a weird knife. There was like a weird knife that they had yes. on it. So uh, they were like, oh, okay, cool. That's a really cool knife. When they go into the shop, the weird knife is in one of the uh, the boxes. Yeah. And there's a very, like, odd uh, curator. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's like sitting there, oh, you are the sons he, of love. He looks like he should be a mortician. He really should. Um. But he, yeah, so apparently he's, he kind of gives them some very cryptic information to the point where Gordon gets pissed off and tells him to go screw himself. That's when John is like, hey, look over there. That's, uh, a, that's a cool thing. What's uh, yes, that? This is my pet Hank or whatever the hell, or like Henry. This is my pet Henry. And as he's doing it, like John like breaks into the, the thing and grabs the, the dagger not, and, and gets and the hell out of runs there. runs out. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny because he giggles. Yep. Like, so he gets in the car. He's like, oh, yeah, look what I got. And Gordon's like, did you steal that? He goes, he, yeah. <laughs> I had to. And, and they just get in the car and he's all, he. <laughs> he just keeps giggling the entire time. He's just so pleased with himself. So they go home and. That's when they, they see. They're like, hey, it's weird. The X marks the spot on the board looks a lot like our house. Let's go ahead and you know, check out there. They go outside and uh, there's a little patch with a, a grass in the shape of an X. It's actually very fitting. So I was they, like, oh. So they start to dig and stuff. And by now, Barbara Crampton's already told them this whole hint, which is, you know, you have to stab in the center of the drifter. You and have to open up his poisoned uh, bowels or something like that to peel out the, the key. The key or something like that. And so they're like, that's fucking weird. So they go out. They're digging in this hole. They dig, they dig, dig, dig. And then at the same time, we're seeing Hank, the drifter, the asshole, the douchebag, in the bar. And he's hitting on the waitress. And she's like, want nothing to do with it. And Except she kind of is. She's being that like... Coy. S- like a little coy, but also like... You're a piece of trash, but you could have had this if you weren't such a piece of shit, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, true. And I was like, oh, And he's just, okay. he's just a dick. And so at one point he pulls her back to him and he calls her a bitch and just... Is, Don't you turn away from me, bitch. Ugh, and she like pushes, ugh. Him, she yeah, pushes him away. She oh, splashes him, him in the, the face with yeah. alcohol. I'm like, oh, that's satisfying. And then he starts having a cramp because they find a little doll and start messing with it. They're like, what's in here? There's something inside of this. So they start... Trying to open up this it, tiny little sack doll. The little doll looks just like him with like a little black shirt. It does, I think yeah. it has a little curly cue and everything. And so, you know, they're like, he's trying to like, John is trying to like pull it apart. And he's like, oh, stupid thing. And Gordon's like, do you need a knife or something? He's like, no, I got it. And so he pulls out a switchblade and he just fucking fillets the, the voodoo doll, which fillets Hank in the bar with his ex-girlfriend looking on. And like it, it <laughs> the best part is, is it sprays. Probably about a gallon of blood onto it, the woman's looks, face. It looks like a water balloon just yeah, exploded. Just just bleh. And then uh, they start trying to pull out the key, but they're also pulling out little pieces of fluff at the same time. So, like, the uh, the the guts are going everywhere. They're, like, fl- like, they're like, like a flickering, rope, like flickering in the air. Ropes of intestine are just, like, springing out like... Like, like snakes. Yeah, just like the snake peanuts. It was hilarious. 
but yes, uh, they are able to pull out the key. And they're like, yay! Mind you, the voodoo doll is bleeding. Oh, yes. That was the weird part, too. He's like, what the hell is this? And so he just, like, pulls out this little key. And then they go inside, and he's all bloody. And I'm like, go wash your hands, John. Like... It was, it was weird. You got evidence all over your hands. That's when they, they go inside, they wash their hands, they, they're they sitting <laughs> there. John gets a phone call, and we've now found out that Hank is dead. And it's actually kind of funny, because apparently they're blaming it on the bartender girl. Yes, which I'm like, she had nothing to do with it. Boom. Well, yeah, you know, a lot of things happen on this. Uh, at this point, they, they're they kind of freaked out, so they're like, okay, you know something's going on with this this game so he flips over the rest of the cards and we see the one with the drifter on it has its face scratched out yes and its stomach i think yes. or something like that uh so they flip over the rest of them which we see um one is the noble which was uh the cop the cop and the cop looked all disheveled in that one but it was like an ikea disheveled like so it looked like he <laughs> it was like, like an, an ikea, IKEA yeah that is exactly what it looked like uh, we had the maiden which was the very obviously Margot. Yes. she's the only woman in the thing with short hair and then uh then it said the father yes the last, the last the last one was the dad um so they're like oh god what what's going on you know what do we do so they see on the uh the board game one of the things says the drifter so they put the key on top of the key that says the drifter on the board game and it unlocks the door to the basement so they get freaked out they go down check it out uh and then they see the gate a literal gate a giant fucking gate in their basement that leads to nowhere so they freak out. They're like, all right, well, we're going to go back upstairs. You know what? Fuck this game. I don't want to play yeah, this I game Yeah, I don't want to do this. Screw this noise. Uh, so they decide, yeah, let's go ahead and just go to sleep. Uh, they go to sleep. They wake up. I think something also happens on this one. It was just the heart one where uh, he sees Margot rip out his heart. Yes. Yeah, uh, so he has a really bad nightmare. Uh, so they're like, oh, well, you know what? The, the problem with this is that I, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And I think Barbara Crampton even says, I was like, ah, yes, uh, the noble one will come to you uh, and, and he will know what you need to do. And he is uh, within the, the, the realm of uh, like the something or other. Basically, it's like he's possessed. Yeah. He's like he, he knows you're going to kill him and you have a choice to make of whether or not to kill him or not. Otherwise, you'll die. Uh, so they're like, huh, that's weird. Uh, but yeah, they decide to, to, to do it. Um, he realizes though, Gordon realizes that Margot is, is susceptible to dying from all this. Uh, so he's a little worried about it. So he's like, you know, we're not going to do this. I'm not going to allow Margot to get hurt. And he throws the game away. Yes. Then the next morning, the game is already set up and it sucks. Yep. <laughs> so we see that, uh, Margot goes over to talk to the noble guy, or not the, no, no. the guy from the star, the staircase. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. He goes to, she goes to talk to the shopkeeper, and she's like, can you tell me anything about this game at all? He's like, I would pray. Yes, if, basically. You, if you believe in a higher power, you might try to reach out to them. Otherwise, uh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, did anybody... Nobody's, a- nobody's ever beaten the game yeah, yet. No sorry. one ever beats the game, mm-hmm. uh, and it just kind of shows back up at the, at the spiral the staircase yeah. all the time. So she's like, all right, well, this sucks. Uh, so they... They're just like screw this noise. We shoot over to uh, Gordon and and John in the backyard, like putting up just boxes and boxes of VHS tape outside. So I assume it's California, because there's no way in hell you'd want to leave that many VHS boxes. Not in Texas. Nah. 
Uh, anywhere, because it would that rain. shit would catch yeah. fire. Well, not in Texas. Well, oh, yeah, they would melt. It's <laughs> like, um, no. But, yeah, they're just putting up boxes of these VHS tapes in the backyard of their dad's, like, their missing dad's house. And that's when Derek shows up, like a like an angry, drunken sheriff in, like, a 70s movie. Just yeah, white so, shirt, shotgun. And, exactly. And he just busts in the door. Hey! Bam! Just starts taking pot shots and shit blows over the uh, the box full of VHS. And I'm like, no! He almost shoots John. And, you know, because John and Gordon are both hiding behind this giant wall of boxes. And so Gordon looks over to the side and he sees this tiny little head with a key in it. And it the, the Barbara Crampton had said, the key is in his mind. Yes. So if you get the key, you can go to the next stage or whatever. So he sees this little, this little head in the garden. So he picks it up and he's like, oh, no. Oh, no. And that's when the... Uh, and that's when he... The, Derek? What, what's his name? I don't know. Cop. The uh, the cop comes over, points the gun at them. And that's when Gordon, like, freaks out and pulls the key out of the head. And his head just Yeah, the, the cop's head explodes it, with, it, like... Jam. Like, yeah, it was, like... Compote. It, it was just a lot of stuff. It was compote, right? Yeah, it was. Like, like just, just like, thick jelly. It was a whole thing of denty more stew. So he's like, just like... Just, uh, sploosh. So Gordon's like, oh, oh my god, I freaking killed him. So, you know, Gordon is obviously, you know, traumatized because he killed him. And of course the body disappears. There's no body, but the blood is left over. Which that was kind of nice with the uh, the body disappearing because it just like... Pssst, and I'm like, oh, good. Thank, they're thank not goodness. Gonna get, you know, they're not going to get arrested for anything yeah uh so at this point um this is when they're it's it's the evening uh margo comes home they start having a little conversation apparently margo is asking him like what happened here like white asking john what was going on because gordon's sitting upstairs like moping uh after the murder i thought it was like what what was it like growing up yes or that's right yeah. she, you know she's trying to get like more information because she doesn't know anything about what's going on or, here. or about his childhood yeah. or anything else like that so John kind of gives the explanation. Apparently, Gordon drank, uh, not Gordon, uh, the dad drank, uh, like, before, but then the mom died, so daddy started drinking a hell of a lot, and then Gordon left, and then it just went downhill from there. Uh, apparently, uh, we get a little bit of information from Margot that Gordon was a drinker when they met, but one night he... Uh, drank a little too much. She was yelling at him. He grabbed her they too were arguing. hard. Yeah. Yeah, they That's, were arguing. Okay, well, whatever. I don't... Yeah. So, what happens is, yes, Gordon grabs a hold of her and causes enough damage to her wrist to where it took, like, several weeks to, to get better or something. Well, she never says broke. That was the weirdest part. Because I was like, okay, eh. He grabbed it a little too hard. I was like, okay. But after that point... Yeah, he was done with the drinking, which was great. Okay. Um, this is when... Gordon comes down, hears him talking about it, feels like shit about it. Yeah. Goes back upstairs. Is this John when... is like, hey, no, we need to finish this shit. So then they go back to the they go back to the board, put the other key on the board from, right. from his head. And then, like, they're like, oh, well, uh, the maiden... or She doesn't really get into it at that point, right? Because they, oh... No, no. So they decide that what they're going to do is... The, this is when the uh, the guy attacks uh, Gordon in the middle of the night, right? Yeah, because Margo's yeah. missing. So Gordon wakes up in the middle of the night at 3.13 again. Uh, that's, but this time it's p.m. Yes, it's still p.m. It's been p.m. ever since the not first day. So <laughs> first day, a.m., everything else has been p.m. 
So, although technically I just saw him. I think it's just because they wanted more dots on there. Otherwise, like people didn't recognize it or something. Um, so Gordon wakes up and a hand like just reaches out and grabs his his leg, and it he, like you know kicks and freaks out. And apparently, it's the guy from like the box art from Lords of Salem comes out at him. It did, start, oh, yeah, that, a little well, bit. That was that was actually Sherry Moon Zombie ah, on the ah. box of the the one with the Lords of Salem. Really? Yes. Oh. I wouldn't have called that. Yeah, um, Sherry Moon Zombie. Uh, well, it's it's a guy version of Sherry Moon Zombie. Then. I've, seen, I've seen that movie. Uh, Anyways. So what happens is, is Gordon grabs a hold of a baseball bat, yells for John. John comes out with a butcher knife. And then they just wail on this some bitch like he's a pissed off fax machine. Like, it was hilarious. They just took his ass down. And we're sitting there the whole time like, oh, shit. Is it Margo? It's is it Margo? Margo? Oh, God, know. it's Margo. Oh, God, it's Margo. No. It's not it's Margo. It's not Margo. Thank God. Uh, and that's when they're like, oh, shit. Let's uh, let's figure this out. So they go downstairs. And then they drop the, key, the, the second key on the board game, which unlocks the door because... Um, Barbara Crampton's telling him, like, the maiden has the key. She lost her soul so that she could get the third key. And now she has it, and she's downstairs, and you have to get it from her. Sucks to be you, nerds. And they're like, ah, shit. It really does suck to be us. So then they run down there, and there's Margot, and she has really cool contacts yeah. on. So she's got black sclera, but blue eyes or purple eyes? It or looked like, like that, right? It looked like um, the, the vampire eyes from Underworld. Yes, very much like that. Which is funny, because um, I actually do sell those contacts. So, at that point, uh, they have to, uh, they get the key, and then they have to tie Margo up. Uh, and that's when they decide, oh, no, we got this. Let's drop the third key in the maiden hole. And then they go downstairs, and the gates that were down there are shining purple and pink and blue. So they're like, ah, screw this noise, we'll go through. And they go through. Uh, but they brought the special dagger uh, along with them. Uh, and John brought a butcher knife. Which, thank God. Uh, so they go in there. Barbara Crampton is on the, the TV inside of a purple and pink room kind of thing. They unplug it. Doesn't work. Whatever. Okay. And so this is actually wherever John has to fight Hank, the douchebag, the douchebag drifter. So they have to go downstairs to find out where everybody's at because they, they keep hearing Margot. Margot's down there, which is weird because I guess it's just her soul or something. So oh, she's yeah, like, probably. like, just like, oh God. And they're like, no, watch out. And that's when Derek, I think it was Derek, the, the cop and the drifter show up and they start beating the living shit out of Gordon. They did. And John. I thought they broke up. Uh, I thought they broke like the, they, the I think he just like they twisted like his a, arm. They I made think a just, crunching sound. They did. Though. They did. But I think they just twisted his arm, but uh, they definitely did, fucked up John though. Yes. John gets slashed real bad by uh, a weird demonic version of um, the drifter yeah the drifter uh so that's when gordon seeing his brother in trouble uh pulls the knife out and oh no uh margo margo saves him because uh gordon is getting his ass handed to him that's right gordon doesn't do anything until later yeah um margo runs up uh and then stabs, stabs the drifter yeah the drifter in the back which frees him up starts trying to help that's when Gordon gets out by hiding under the cop's legs. He pushes through and then kicks the cop in the butt and stands up. And stabs, and then stabs him in the head. Yes. Right in the noggin. And that's when daddy shows up. And the dad's like, what are you going to do about it, Gordon? You're not going to do that same shit to me. And then, you know, Gordon's like, <laughs> daddy, no. And so the, the, you know, so the father turns around. He's going to kill John. And then, then this is wherever Gordon grows a pair and stabs his dad in the back. 
The it's dad like, flips over. They do like the so the stabs him in the back. He falls onto the 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 dad falls onto the ground. Gordon pulls the knife out. He's like, grab his legs, and that's when Marco runs over and grabs legs. And John, who's bleeding terribly from you know the drifter version demon, like playing tic tac toe on his chest, uh, like grabs a hold, and he still looks like shit. He does, but legs. he still did it. He still did it. And so they're holding his legs, and then the dad's like, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna stab your own father in the back, huh, Gordon?" And he's like. Rah! He stabs him in the chest or in in the heart, actually in the chest. No, so just below. So he cuts him. He cuts him like on the diaphragm area. Yes, because then he reaches in yep. and just pulls out his heart like fucking uh, temple of doom. Yeah, and that's when the the heart flares in purple light, and then becomes the key. And Daddy's there, and he's no longer Thank a demonic you, person. Gordon. Thank you. Uh, my spirit is free. And so- that's when. Yeah, that's that's actually whenever they grab John and limp him upstairs, and they all collapse on the ground, and they put the key onto the keyboard, the final fourth key. And poof, they're back in the real world. Yay! Yay. And it's like, hey, you won. Good job. Later. And, and that's it. it's over. Like, basically, Barbara Crampton was like, well, just, you know, don't pay attention to the the shit that your the dad's dad dead doing. now get over it yeah sucks that's, to that's, you. that's pretty much yeah, exactly basically your said. dad's dead get over it later so after all that right so we cut they get john to a hospital i guess so it's a few days later john is standing up outside i Gordon guess they're and, selling the house did they sell yeah. the house to john uh maybe i guess well, so it's, like it's a for sale yeah. or maybe he's just taking care of it so it's for sale so john is standing there telling them bye because both um, Margot and Gordon are leaving and they give a really good bro hug, like one that they didn't have earlier because mm. it was, they just made it super awkward. So it means more at the end of the movie whenever they hug because you can tell that they mean it. Yeah. And then at that point, uh, the credits start. And we're like, do, 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 do. And then it stops because we go back to the spiral staircase, which has a guy coming in and I think... I swear that that is the guy who was the um, the director the director of uh, what's it called yeah let me let me see what he looked like in that one well anyway oh yeah, so yeah that's David Buckner uh, that is totes David Buckner oh that it really is and he's like hey do you got any Bruckner 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 whatever uh, so he's like hey do you guys have anything from the eighties and the creepy guy is like. Dad, do you like VHS board games? And he's like, what's those? <laughs> Let me show you. And then he pulls out Beyond the Gates, which means it's going to start all over again. Yep. Because that just keeps happening. Yep. All so, right. What are you going to give it? I'm going to get This was such a slow burn. Such a slow burn at the very beginning. Like, And, and I got to tell you, like, I get it. You were giving me a reason to hate the Drifter before he died in a spectacularly hilarious way. But, like, the whole thing was confusing and weird and awkward, and I hated it. And because of that, that was, like, the first 20 minutes of the goddamn movie. That explains why you couldn't watch it, though, because you kept getting distracted. Just every time I would see it, I would just be like, oh, this is so terrible. And I didn't want to watch it at that point. Like, even after you finally introduced Robert Crampton, that whole beginning sequence just had a just a nasty flavor in my mouth but the rest of it was good like goodish it, it was, was fun that's I mean, what I that's what earned that's what earned the five points yeah i'm gonna give it i'm actually i'm thinking about it now just after we've run through it i'm gonna give it four vhs cassettes out of Oof. ten 
Uh, it's not the worst thing in the entire world, but it is not good. I had to force myself. And I, you know, the worst part is I am the, the clear person who should be watching this movie because I'm one of the six people in America who remember VHS board games, <laughs> uh, you know, and I, I never played them. That's the weirdest part. I never knew about it. I'm going to have to ask my dad about it and see if he remembers. Um, but what about you, hon? So I'm actually going to give it a five out of 10. Um, honestly, definitely not the worst thing that you've ever made me watch, mm. but five out of 10, what? Uh, five out of ten. What was a really funny thing on here? Giggles. <laughs> knife Just giggles. Awkwardly placed <laughs> giggles. <laughs> I get a knife giggle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, like I said, definitely wasn't the worst thing you made me watch. Lumberjack Man. But, Lumberjack Man was not. Uh, this was but, better than Lumberjack Man. Yes, by no, like this was lot. not better than Jugger. Th- that's what I meant. This was no, no. not better than Lumberjack Man. Is a great movie. No. Yes. Anyways, I, so know, better sheesh. better than Lumberjack Man. You. However, it was not the best. It really it really got me to like it after you know during the second half of the movie. You really but had to sit there through the rest of it. This could have been a short story. This should have been a short story. Well, I mean, because I or a creep show. I could see everything happening in in an hour. You could have probably done more with it, like if there had been more scares and stuff. Focus directly on, like some of these people. I get you felt like you needed to put in the drifter guy. You didn't. I get, I get that you needed to put in some of these other things, but it felt like a like as soon as the the girlfriend got turned into the zombie, it felt like the show was just like speeding through things. It did. Like like quick sprint. Uh, so I was like, eh. But, uh, you know, it's like I said, it could be worse. I mean, most of the people who have been in this went on to do more Shudder stuff. And Shudder has been getting better at their own kind of things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, you know, it's it's definitely wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. It follows. But it also wasn't... Lumberjack Man? It's, mm, yeah, I think you gave Lumberjack Man more points than you uh, gave Oh, it absolutely, follows. yeah. But uh, this was... This was not a good movie. This is, and that's coming from a, like a enthusiast. Like I am, I love this kind of horror, but <laughs> this was just a chunk. This reminded me of like kitchen privileges or, uh, God, there was like a whole bunch of just terrible movies that I watched tower of blood, uh, back when I really wanted to make this into like a TV show <laughs> with oh, Dan. Gosh. I was going to sit there with them. I was like, yeah, let's watch these terrible movies. And, like, we watched some terrible shit. But at least those had a little bit more just, like, I don't know. It could have been so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about you? Did you think this was the worst thing in the world? Did you love this movie? Do Are you one of the, the directors? Are you going to get mad at me for saying all the shit that I just did? Uh, let us know. Reach out to us. Uh, hate mail as well. You know, just give that to ESAT3 a.m at gmail.com that's going to be the best way to get a hold of us esat3am.com is going to be the main website at esat3am on facebook and twitter or leave us a voicemail anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3am uh we just we love to hear from people if you got new movies you got old movies you want us to watch let us know we you know obviously would love to have that because uh, apparently not all the movies i'm picking are that great well that's okay it happens to the best of us mm-hmm. But until next time, we will see y'all later. Yep. See you soon. Bye.